Sun-kissed oranges are best for juice and every use. Only the finest California oranges are trademarked Sun-kissed. Head to Hopper's Hollywood. Miss Hopper is just going on the air. Will you listen, please? Head to Hopper's Hollywood. Miss Hopper is just going on the air now. Please listen. Yes, it's Hedda Hopper's Hollywood, Hollywood's favorite columnist, charming Hedda Hopper, brought to you this week from New York by the growers of sun-kissed lemons and sun-kissed oranges. And these famous sun-kissed growers have made it possible for you to obtain complete service in original Rogers Silver Plate at remarkable savings. They commissioned the International Silver Company, the world's largest silversmiths, to create a beautiful new pattern called California Blossom. From this design, we have selected a special offer. Six original Rogers teaspoons for just 50 cents and six sun-kissed lemon wrappers, or 50 cents and the trademark shaved from six sun-kissed oranges. I'll repeat that. Send just 50 cents with either six sun-kissed lemon wrappers or six sun-kissed orange trademarks to sun-kissed Meriden, M-E-R-I-D-E-N, Connecticut. Order your six California Blossom teaspoons right away. And here's another suggestion. These beautiful teaspoons will make a fine Christmas gift, a present that will be a welcome start to obtaining an entire new silverware surface. This offer is limited to the United States. And now, here is Miss Hopper with Hollywood News and New York News from New York. Thank you, Mr. King, and hello, everybody. I've been in this glorious city now for 12 days, and I thought I'd let my impressions solidify before putting them into words. I'm conscious of a definite undercurrent of unrest. It seems to move among all kinds of people like Quicksilver. Of course, the town is packed with refugees. You never enter a theater, cafe, shop, or elevator without hearing a foreign language. And possibly not even during the last World War was there so much talk of war. Ran into Charlie Chaplin last night at 21, who tells me he won't go west until he's thoroughly satiated with New York and all it has to offer. I met Diana Barrymore, Jack's daughter, at the same place. She comes to Hollywood for Jekyll and Hyde with Spencer Tracy, but won't remain there because she loves the theater. Now, where have I heard that before? Cary Grant denies that elopement rumor with Babs Hutton. He'll be on Penny's serenade until after Christmas. Irene Dunn, battling the flu, won't leave the set. She won't throw the extras out of jobs this season of the year. Jimmy Roosevelt's still in the Marine Corps, but Pot of Gold started shooting today with Paulette Goddard. Eddie Robinson's fight in the Sea Wolf is one of the best this year. When he was told to turn savage, he did it with a vengeance and accidentally split the lip of John Garfield's double and kicked a stuntman in the ribs. Why, Eddie, you'd better go back to those biographies and leave the fighting to Errol Flynn. Ingrid Bergman has the inside track for the lead in For Whom the Bell Tolls. My hairdresser at the Ritz told me that Roz Russell will spend the Christmas holidays here. The hairdresser, whom Roz has nicknamed Slug, spent his vacation in Hollywood this summer, and Roz had him to luncheon and dinner and gave him the use of her swimming pool the whole time he was there. Now that Alexander Walker, whom no old coward once called Seven Chins to Baldpate, is spending ten days at the White House, and while there he'll have ample time to have all his fancy dressing gowns remodeled so that they'll fit his new figure when he goes touring with the man who came to dinner in February. Wolcott has taken off 60 pounds. Gloria Swanson is touring through the Virgin Islands and ends up for a stay in Cuba. Harper's Bazaar is sending Jerome Zerbe to Lisbon, Portugal to take pretty pictures of all our noted Americans who haven't yet been able to book passage on the Clipper. Reza Stevens of the Metropolitan Opera is about to sign a seven years contract with Metro Golden Mayor, which also involves her husband, who is a well-known Czechoslovakian movie star. Peggy Fears has become the pet of Cleveland society. She goes on to sing at the Swank Hunt Ball there, then opens here the night after Christmas at the Versailles. 
Paramount's paging Cecil DeMille to act in the new DeMille epic. They hold that he's played everything on the stage from Shakespeare to Belasco. His voice has become a household institution, and they want him to play the role of the judge in Reap the Wild Wind. And if I know Cecil, and I think I do, I don't believe he'll have to have much coaxing. Which reminds me of a story his wife told me after he'd been down south. The fans had made a terrific fuss over him, and Cecil said, Now that's awfully nice of you. Which one of my pictures attracted you most? Oh, does you make pictures? We just know you on the radio. Metro's been quietly rounding up all the Spanish dancers in town to take them west to appear with Judy Garland for a big number in The Ziegfeld Girl. They've signed up those dancers at the Waldorf and those from Havana, Madrid. Ina Clare has moved right into the Alfred Luntz apartment for her stay in New York. I'm always interested in what happens to the former stars and find out that Blanche Sweet, who's Mrs. Raymond Hackett, is living quietly on Long Island and they're writing a new play. Jacqueline Logan, the girl who would wear a pair of silk stockings only once, has married a very rich man. She lives in Westchester, has horses, dogs, and is very happy. Elsie Ferguson is retired and lives in Connecticut. Nita Naldi still creates a sensation when she enters a nightclub, and Kitty Gordon of the Beautiful Back has married very well indeed and lives right here in New York City. News in our business certainly travels fast. So fast, in fact, that along the better shops on Fifth Avenue, I found framed photographs of James Stevenson, who almost stole the acting honors from Betty Davis in the letter, which proves that one hit will do it. Stevenson, who's been playing bits for three years at Warner's, was really brought over as a threat to Errol Flynn. He's done bits in South of Suez and Trial and Error and many others. But since the letter, Warner's will star him. And he says, while I'm waiting, I'd just like to go on playing bits. I don't want my acting to go rusty. It was quite a sight on the waterfront yesterday watching them auctioning oranges and lemons, which has been going on even before the tobacco auctioneer became popular. The sales run to $100,000 a day, and it's all done on credit, not a scratch of the pen between buyer and seller. And yet in my simple-minded way, I thought the waterfront was where you caught a boat for Europe. Now, while I'm relaxing, I'm going to have a big glass of sun-kissed orange juice. There's nothing more refreshing. And, of course, nothing's better for you, Miss Hopper. Here you are. Thank you, sir. This proves what we mean by saying you can see the difference. If you didn't always drink sun-kissed, Miss Hopper, you could taste the difference, too. And while I drink up, you tell all about the vitamins and minerals I'm getting. Well, an eight-ounce glass has all the vitamin C you normally need each day for vigorous health, and one-third the vitamin B1. Then it supplies vitamins A and G, and the minerals calcium, phosphorus, and iron. So, for good taste and good health, replenish your sun-kissed orange supply tomorrow. Buy them by name. Sun-kissed, for the pick of the crop from California. Best for juice and every use. Time now for Hedda Hopper to bring you another episode in the true-life story of Dorothy L'Amour, whose latest picture for Paramount, Moon Over Burma, opens this week in many theaters throughout the country. After high school in New Orleans, Dottie and her mother went to Chicago, where, after working several months in a department store, Dottie won an audition, singing for Herbie Kay's band. Later, upon his advice, she went on to New York, searching for greater opportunities. With the aid of Rudy Valley, she started singing in the famous Stork Club here. Then she got a sustaining radio program. A picture of her appeared in a radio magazine which was seen by Dima Harshbarger, then head of the NBC Artist Bureau in Hollywood. Dima was very much interested... Miss Henderson, will you come in here a minute, please? Yes, Miss Harshbarger. Here's the picture of that new singer we signed up in New York. Oh, so that's Darcy Lamour. Beautiful, isn't she? Oh, very. Well, she can sing, too. I've heard her several times. Oh, I see. I'd like to bring her to Hollywood. 
How do you suppose she'd go in pictures? Well, I don't know. There are a lot of pretty singers here now. I've got a hunch about this Lamour girl ever since seeing her picture this morning. If I could get her out here, I'm sure we could put her over. But her program is in New York. Yeah, but it isn't sponsored. Might as well originate here as New York. Think I'll call New York right now. Hello? This is Dima Harshbarger. Get me the artist bureau in New York. Yeah, all right. Well, hang on. That's what I'm going to do, Miss Henderson. Get this girl out here, take her under my wing, and see if I can't place her in pictures. And so Dima called New York and persuaded her to come west. Upon her arrival, the two had a heart-to-heart talk. Now, uh, Dottie, tell me all about yourself. There really isn't much to tell, Miss Harshbarger. I left as soon as I heard from you. Mother came with me. We had to borrow the money, so I'll have to find a job in addition to the radio spot. I have that fixed already. You're going to work at the Clover Club. That will bring in enough to pay off the train trip. Oh, that's wonderful. They told me you were a grand person. (laughs) On the contrary, I'm an old sourpuss. But I think I know Hollywood and a potential screen star when I see one. Screen star? But I don't expect to ever become a screen star. That's what I said, and I'm going to get you in pictures if it's the last thing I ever do. Now, just leave everything to me, understand? Leave everything to me. Yes, Miss Harshbrother. Dima to you. Okay, now come on. We're going visiting. So Dima planted Dottie in the Clover Club and then proceeded to call on the studios. She managed to get her three screen tests. The first two were terrible. And the studios rejected her hands down. Then came the day when the two drove out to Universal to get the report on their test. Dina, you've been wonderful, but I'm afraid I'm not cut out to be anything but a nightclub singer. Now, don't be silly, kid. I still want more precinct to hear from. And furthermore, don't talk like that in Hollywood. It isn't done. But gee, Dima, even you admit those tests were awful. Well, now most screen tests are bad. Maybe this one will be good. Well, here we are. Now, you wait here, Dorothy, while I go in. I have a feeling this time we're going to click. Don't worry, I'll wait. I'll be back in half an hour. I only hope I'll have some fingernails left by the time you get back. But but Dima didn't get back in half an hour. It was two hours before she returned. Dima, here I am. Well, for heaven's sake, I've been looking all over the parking lot for you. Tell me, what happened? Well, they liked the test. Really? Yes, really, and they dragged out a contract. Oh, that's the most wonderful news I ever heard. Yep, they want you to sign up right now for $100 a week. $100 a week? Oh, grand. Did you come back to get me? No, I turned them down. I'm not going to sign you on a deal like that. Oh, Dima, you're joking. You didn't turn them down. I certainly did. Listen, Daddy, you're for the big time, not a lost-in-the-woods deal like that. Oh, but how could you do that? How could you? Now, look here, Daddy. I know this town. And don't forget, you said when you first arrived that you'd put yourself in my hands. Now, remember? Yes, I remember, but... Dima, I have to have that money. What money? That isn't money in this man's house. I have to have $500 right away, too. $500? Why, what for? Mother, she's terribly sick. She's worn herself out trying to help me. She has to have an operation. Oh. Oh, what a shame. The doctor said he'd wait for his, but the hospital expenses would be around $500. Please, let's go back and sign it. I can borrow enough on the strength of the contract to get the cash. Please, Dima... We've got to go back. No. 
No, I'll be darned if I will. If you have to have $500, we'll get it somewhere. But you're not going to take that job. I'm not going to cheapen you. No, we'll get the money somewhere else. But where? Well, we'll go to the recording studios. I'll sell you on some records. I know how I can do it. But they won't give me an advance of $500. They will or we won't make the records. Oh, now brace up. You can cut your price on phonograph records, but I'll be hanged if I'll spoil your chances in pictures at this late stage in the game. So Dottie and Dima drove from one recording company to another trying to make a deal. Finally, Columbia Records agreed to advance $500. But the job of getting into pictures was still to be solved. So join us again on Friday, won't you? The part of Dottie was played by Jeanette Nolan. Now, John King? More and more people are finding an answer to their problem of daily health in fresh lemon juice and soda. This is the sparkling alkaline drink that supplies vitamin C, has a natural regulatory effect for most people, and aids in promoting health. So if your personal health is disappointing and you haven't been up to par, here may be effective help. Upon arriving or retiring, squeeze the juice of a sun-kissed lemon into a tall glass half full of cold or warm water. Into another glass, put half a teaspoonful of baking soda, that's bicarbonate. Pour back and forth and drink as the foaming quiets. Or you may find you prefer it without the soda. Just the juice of one lemon in a full glass of water. Try it for ten mornings or evenings. Lemon in water with or without soda. See if you don't benefit when you make it your regular rule. Now, Hedda Hopper previews... Chad Hanna. If you like the circus, you'll love it. The picture stars Dottie Lamour, Jim Fonda, uh, Henry Fonda, Linda Darnell, Guy Kibbe, and Jane Darwell. Darwell is great as the grotesque fat lady. Everyone is surprised that the sexy scenes were passed by Will Hayes. And the Marx Brothers' latest Go West is a smash hit. There's a laugh every 30 seconds. Harpo is a riot. And Groucho, after stuffing an old rag into the mouth of a kidnapped engineer on a railroad train, turns to the audience and says this is the best gag in the whole picture. Well, I guess he was right because it got the biggest hand. And so this is your sun-kissed correspondent, Heather Hopper, saying good afternoon to some of you, good evening to more of you, and good luck to all of you. Your sun-kissed spokesman is John Reed King. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.